It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. seems the coronavirus is among us and the people of the view are still dreadful. I've been taking one for the team. I, I'm not sure if I can do it anymore with them. They are trying to bring in political correctness as though that is something that's more important than the duty of our president to make us safer. So I find these backhanded comments that they give, like, why does the president call this virus a China virus or the Wuhan virus that's racist? I don't give a crap what he calls it. I just want him to do his job and take care of it. Perhaps they have that luxury of worrying about petty things like that. The rest of us, you know, we don't have people who do our groceries for us and we have to do things for ourselves. So they do have that luxury. I love the fact that this country has come together in such a phenomenal way. I see neighbors helping neighbors. My neighbors definitely help me in every way that they can. And they're so sweet about it. They even shared some of their mask with me just in case, because you don't know, and they're pretty wonderful people. We have a lot of wonderful people in this country, and they're going through something. I wonder how, how is this coronavirus affecting you? Something has happened with our Travis County here. They've now uh, banned gatherings of 10 or more people at this point. And I don't know how long that's going to be in effect but that includes churches and that is messing with our faith now sure i have a home have a home altar here and i have blessed candles and i say my prayers there i hope you have a place in your home that's special for prayer some people don't need it but we catholics like our tools i do and i'm praying a lot these days not out of a sense of fear, but out of a sense of concern for my fellow man. Uh, people are odd during these times. I was at a store, 
I hate to say it again because I'm always there, but I had to get supplies at Costco. And I had my gloves on and I just finished putting the things in my trunk. And as I go to my car door, I'm taking off my gloves because I wore my my gloves to um, to Costco. And so I'm taking off the gloves and I look around to find a trash can to throw it in because I don't litter and I couldn't find one. And there was a, a man, young man who was putting away carts, grocery carts, and he was getting them ready to take back to the store. And I asked him, where's, where are the garbage cans? And he said to me, he said, they all got stolen. I said, what? He said, someone came and stole all of the garbage cans in the Costco parking lot. I said, who thinks that way? Who, who thinks, you know, who wakes up in the morning and thinks, you know what, I got an idea. I think I'm gonna go steal some garbage cans from Costco's parking lot. You know, full well, I'm sure they have cameras everywhere. That doesn't make any sense to me. People do very strange things during strange times. And I'm constantly finding out new and inventive ways that people have gone cuckoo. And I find that, that there are so many good people still. I mean, I saw my friend Vicky and, 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 and from my church and, I, and we wanted to hug, but we couldn't. So we did a virtual hug. Have you guys ever done? We pretended to hug, you know, a virtual hug. We don't actually touch stay about two feet away from each other. But virtual hugs are gonna, gonna be kind of the thing. Nobody's gonna be touching anybody anymore. We're forever changed. The people in the service industries have been hit the hardest because there's nobody to serve. Everybody's at home. And that includes restaurants and that includes casinos. I'm not in Las Vegas, haven't been in years, but Casinos are closed in Las Vegas. That's a lot of activity. That's a lot of money that they're not going to see. What will people who are addicted to gambling actually going to do? I really worry about the families of the people who work in the casino industry because they make pretty good money. We had a casino near our house when we lived in California because the Indian reservation was right next to our neighborhood and they had a casino and we went there a few times. Very nice, great food. Food was awesome and very inexpensive. So it was definitely worth the trip. I went to a boxing match there too and it was so much fun. I, I got to meet Oscar de la Hoya. I actually held his face in my hand I mean, I was coming, I came out of the bathroom and he was standing there with, I guess, a friend and I ha- couldn't help but pass by him because that's the way that that place was shaped. And and I stopped and I said, Oscar de la Hoya, he smiled, he's so cute. And I grabbed his face. I said, you're too beautiful to box. Somebody's going to hurt your face. And he just laughed. He was adorable. Not very tall, but very adorable. And... Oscar De La Hoya and Terry Norton was there. There were quite a few. Oh, uh, Lorenzo Lamas was there. 
And there was a lot of famous people there for that that boxing match. That was years ago. I like boxing. A lot of girls that I know, a lot of women do not like boxing. They think it's barbaric. I love boxing. Um, I didn't like it until I think it was on my second or third pregnancy. I think it was my second pregnancy. And I watched boxing with my husband one time. And at that point in my pregnancy, I felt completely out of control of my body. I felt my baby was in control of my body because every time the baby tilted her head, um, I had to go to the bathroom. My bladder was pressed. And I was having such a, I'm not a happy pregnant person. I mean, I, I don't like those women who brag about, oh, I just love being pregnant. I hate it being pregnant. But I did it four times. And actually, I lost my first, so five times. But I don't dwell on that all the time, but I do think about those pregnancies. It seems like if you added it all up, I was pregnant for more than three years, probably four years of my life, I've been pregnant. And that is takes its toll on your, on your body. I mean, it's done okay by me. I'm fine, but... I think for for women who have even more, I just I just wonder how they did it. And I, you know, I, I had I would have gladly had more, but you know, something happened and I had to go to the hospital and take care of it. But my body just wasn't functioning correctly anymore, and I, so I'm unable to have any more children. But now I'm so darn old. Who cares? <laughs> At the time, it was very traumatic, but. Um, Yes, yes. Pregnancy does a number on us. And every time I got pregnant, I'm thinking, when will I learn? I, I mean, my husband, kept, every time he looked at me, I got pregnant. It was like, like I didn't want to look at him anymore because I was always pregnant. And when you're having a baby, it is an, uh, it's a journey. I didn't glow like the women. You see women who have that pregnancy glow. I never glowed. <laughs> I was miserable, and I made everybody around me miserable. So I guess my husband's probably glad all the pregnancies are over because I no longer, I'm not miserable anymore. I've had bouts of sadness, but no. But the pregnancy, ugh. I mean, food, 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 food. And if you came between my mouth and the food on that plate, you probably would have gotten bit because that was what it was about. Pregnancy is about food. <laughs> it's about what you eat all the time and it is all you're obsessed with and the first three months nausea so everything's gross that's why it's so easy to quit smoking when you find out you're pregnant because everything's gross raw chicken was gross raw eggs was gross all those things that you see every day became gross and so for me i am so glad when i see young mothers now with all their kids and i remember when i was there and i had four six and under all at the same time i just smile and think better you than me because i've been through that that was hard and my children will never know how hard that was that was difficult and i wasn't one of those those happy little mommies i was happy to be a mommy but i wasn't like i tried to be I tried to be a mom like I thought a good mom would be. But then I realized, you know, you get the mom you get and I get the kids I get. And I just, I had to be honest about who I am with my kids. And I tried to be a good mom. 
I hope I was a good mom. Um, but you know, you have your kids and they grow up and some of them are, you know, become very successful and some of them don't. And the ones that have failures or problems, you know, sometimes you get blamed because you're the mom, you know, you were there and I was definitely there. So when they have problems, oh, it's the mom's fault. But then when they're successful, well, that's just a freak of nature. I mean, mom had nothing to do with it. It's all me, 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 me. But you can't have both. You can't have it both ways. It's not you can't it's sort of like you can't say it's the mother's fault that this child behaves this way when this one doesn't, because I'm the same mom. Yeah. This virus is making me feel as though the moms are going to be very busy um, the next coming months because schools are out. And I homeschooled a little bit for my son. Um, and that was fun to me. It was easy because he was in third grade the first time I, I homeschooled him. And I'll do it again for my grandson. It's super easy and it's super fun. And you can make it very fun. And uh, now there's so much that you get help with. The schools will even sign you up and, and give you the books, virtual books online. So for all the kids that have to stay home, they might try homeschooling. Um, there's a lot to homeschooling. People think that socialization in schools is super, super important, and perhaps they are. I think it's very important to socialize a child. But when you homeschool, you get to pick the children you socialize your children with. When you send them to public schools, you just get what you get. So I highly recommend, I wish I hadn't, looking back, I wish I had homeschooled all of them all the time. I really do, because it wasn't that hard. I mean, you could cover uh, most of your subjects in about two hours, even if at a high school level, you could cover that. The only problem, only problem I had was when I did homeschool at the high school level for a short time, um, my math skills were not there. So I had to basically get a neighbor to help with that problem because she was very good with math. And so that's one of the things I love about homeschooling is when you are weak in one subject matter, you can find someone to help and then you can swap out. Like I could teach your child a foreign language. I could teach French. I could teach Spanish. I could teach beginning Italian because I took Italian and and it's fun. It's what that's my strength and art as well. I love to paint. And so I could do that. But if you have friends and neighbors like that, but then now we can't get together with friends and neighbors because of this coronavirus. And I really believe it was concocted. You know, hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Just that you can never figure out, like they say it came out of this lab in China. Some say it came out of a lab in America. I don't believe that part, but they say it came out of this lab. It turns out this lab has patents on viruses that they've created. 
patents. So why would you need a patent for a virus unless you were selling it? So I really think this was intentional. I know it might sound kooky to some of you, but I honestly believe this was intentional by the Chinese government. And what we're going through, we were swimmingly doing well in this country. Our economy was on fire. Everybody was working, everybody. And that's why I think the Democrats are enjoying this. Marsha Wallace, I think that's her name, uh, or is it Nicole? She was on MSNBC and talking about the virus and with another man. And he and they were saying basically that, you know, this is going to be Trump's Katrina. And they were kind of happy about it. That was sick. They were happy. They were thinking, oh, this is going to bring him down. This is going to be it. You know, every few months they've got something that this is going to be it. You know, the Mueller report, this is going to be it. Then it was, you know, the impeachment. This is going to be it. This is going to bring him down. And then now this. Now, I'm sure that some Democrats will be affected by this virus. I'm sure of that. And they're casualties to these people. The powers that be, they don't care if a few people die. So long as they get their way and their power. Power is the name of the game. And to them, it is a game. To us, it is life and death. That is atrocious. I'm sure Soros has something to do with this. He's got his finger in everything. But they have a patent on viruses in Wuhan. That's where the company lab where this virus came out of. So these viruses didn't go in there like that, they came out of that place as viruses like this. They were created, they were concocted. So why would somebody concoct a virus except for biological warfare? To harm people, to hurt people, to kill people, to shut America down. Look how many businesses are shut down right now. That was its purpose, world control. China wants to be numero uno now, they actually can be numero uno, but not here, not in America. They can't bring that here. I'm very glad my husband got me a brand new pistol for Christmas. And I, somebody comes to my door trying to take this gun, I'm telling you, don't try it. Don't try it. Because I'm not playing. I'm mad as hell. You're trying to take my country away from me? China? I'm sorry if a few Chinese people might be offended by what I'm saying, but I'm sorry because you're Americans and you're being affected by this virus too. All Americans are. We have so many ethnicities in this country. When I go to Costco, it's like the United Nations in there. Everybody's got different kinds of clothes on, different tones of skin. It's kind of beautiful, actually. It's kind of beautiful. As an artist, I love all skin colors. I love the very dark black skin color. It's so beautiful. I love, I even like the white, white 
pink skin color like my husband has. He can't tan to save his life. He just gets pink. But as an artist, I love all colors. I love black. I love white. I love yellow. I love blue. I love red. I love pink. I love orange. I love... And whenever it comes to when people say, I don't see color, I say, well, I do. When I'm looking at somebody as an artist, I'm actually thinking, what colors would I put together to get that skin tone? I, I was at the doctor's appointment a few months ago, and the nurse came in, and it was a male nurse. And he was very sweet, very young. And I'm looking at his skin because he had beautiful skin. And I was thinking, I would probably go with a burnt sienna, blend in some of the white with some yellow overtones here and there. Very nice. And that's how I think. I do see color everywhere. I think that is a gift from God. Because a lot of people look at the world and they see what is wrong with the world. I look at the world and I see colors. I see beauty. I see growth. I see a blade of grass. I was at a retreat, a spiritual retreat, and it was kind of funny because um, I got to this retreat on the quest of my priest. He said, oh, Kathy, you should go to this retreat. You, it's gonna, it would be really good for you. And I'm like, oh, really? I don't know. And he says, well, you know, I'll even pay for it for you. I said, oh, Father Mike, you're so sweet. And so I thought, since he's offered to pay, I should at least go to this weekend retreat. Little did he tell me that it was a silent retreat. Yes, that means nobody gets to talk. We just pray. And we eat every once in a while. And even in your room that you share with four people, nobody talks. We make signatures with our hands, like, well, you know, over there and a lot of pointing, but no one speaks, but it was a wonderful retreat. I It was talk about spiritual growth. That's where you can really grow. And then you start, you go outside and you start to see things differently. When everything is silent, you listen more. And you listen, I, I would watch the grass. I felt like everything was praising God. The grass was growing. Yes, of course, it's growing towards the sun as every golfer understands. But it was growing towards the sun, but it was also praising God. The trees and their beauty, were the, the trees were praising God. And I was praising God. Everything was praising God. That's why that was the best retreat I've ever gone on. It was the best by far because the silence makes every one of your other senses more aware. And I see that in art as well. Some people like a lot of modern art. I do too. I like all kinds of art. There's some that I just don't like, that things that are lewd and lascivious. But I do enjoy galleries, museums. I enjoy looking at art. And if I could tell you the way that I saw it back when I was young and very naive, I didn't understand it until actually now. Old architecture, the old art styles, all of it, architecture is just another form of art, 
All of it was praising God, even during the medieval times. All of the architecture was literally lifting up mankind to God. And then mankind became more self-centered, introduced modern art. And then it was more, first of all, it was Impressionism. I love Impressionism. And I paint in that style in a way. But, but then it, when it, things became about man, it became about us. Then all of a sudden, art became vile. And when I was pregnant with my first baby, I, that's when I saw that art, they call it art, I feel like vomiting, but somebody had a glass of urine in front of a crucifix. It was in the museum in New York. I was living in Connecticut at the time. And I remember thinking, why would somebody do that? Why would somebody do something so vile and so disgusting and so heart-wrenchingly hurtful and hateful all, all at the same time? And so many horrible emotions. And I thought, that's what happened. We were up here mentally. We were way up there. We were praising God and all the buildings. Look at the statues that everything was glorifying God. And then we, be, we became a society that glorified mankind. And that is when abortion became legal. Because now it was all about me. It was all about us. It's all about that person. Forget the person that they're killing. It's just about me. It's selfishness. And we became a more narcissistic society. I'm not saying each one of us were narcissistic, but our society definitely became narcissistic more so. And the art reflected that. See, the art didn't cause that. The art reflected who we are as a people at a certain point in history. And so no, no longer did buildings glorify God. Now that we didn't have arched doors, we just had everything square and bland, and it's all about man. And where do we go from here? Up or down? I'd like to go up. I'd like to glorify God in everything. There are people, there are those, the left, who would prefer we go the other direction down and to the left. So while I'm happy for those of us who will survive this chaotic time and sad for those who will be harmed, I would like to let you know that I'm praying for us all. And prayer is going to lift us out of this. God will do this for us. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying because we need more prayer now than we ever have. Make peace with your neighbors. I have the best one, so sorry, you guys. I got I got lucky. I would say all their names, but I don't know if they want me to say their names. But yes, I love my neighbors. It's so easy to say, oh, love your neighbor when, when you have my neighbors. It's so easy. They're lovable, wonderful people. We got very lucky. We got very blessed. So, hunker down 
Everybody's at home now. And remember, stay clean. Don't touch anybody. Virtual hugs. They're okay for now. We'll get we'll get back to normal eventually, but we won't know what normal is. I'd like to wonder one thing, one last point. With all of the things that we are doing in order to keep everyone safe, we are in a way abdicating some of our personal rights, our God-given rights to our, our right to assemble. That's one of our constitutional rights. And we're voluntarily doing what our government has asked us to do so that everybody remains safe. But what happens when this is over? Because, you know, you give the left an inch, they take a mile every time. So once they're used to telling us, you know, when we can come and go from our homes, you know, they're not going to be willingly giving us back those rights. So I'm just saying, America, be on guard. When they take these rights away, we're all cooperating, yes. But when do we get them back, and how hard are we going to have to fight for it? This is Kathy of Kathy'sRight.com. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, and I'll be here again tomorrow. I love you guys. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.